Welcome to the Abundant Grace Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Lewis, and I am so glad you're here. My hope is that each episode feels like you're having tea or coffee with a friend. Religiosity can complicate our relationship with God, and it can feel more like a heavy burden than the abundant life that Jesus came to give us. I know what it's like to want a relationship with God and to feel like you have to do all the things the right way to keep God happy. Learning that God loves me and even likes me has changed my life and how I approach faith, the Bible, work, family. Because when you are grounded in your worth and God's grace, it does change everything. And I want to share that with you here. I pray that this podcast empowers you in your unique, genuinely personal relationship with God and encourages you to rest in who God is and who he says you are. Hey there, friend. Welcome to this week's episode of the Abundant Grace Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. It is such an honor to hang out with you and bring this podcast into your living room or your car or maybe your office as you're doing some work. Um, Thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out. Today, we're going to talk about overwhelm because it's something that I think we all deal with from time to time, maybe more in different seasons. And also as we kind of shift from being task-oriented, focused to grace and just being ourselves without trying to prove, we can easily slip back into just trying to check things off the list for the sake of checking things off the list. And don't get me wrong, that's like part of my personality and it can be a gift to be a driven person like that, but it can lend us to some overwhelm where we feel the weight of our checklist. And maybe you don't have a physical checklist and you feel like maybe that would fix everything if you just got everything out of your head and written down. And that does help sometimes, or you just feel this looming, something needs to get done. Everything needs to get done yesterday or today, or have this deadline in mind. And a lot of times this deadline that feels like it's looming and kind of clogging up our brain. What's the word cluttering up our brain? I think that's the word I'm looking for. And it just makes it hard for us to actually focus on what needs to get done in the moment, or it causes us to forget the present moment because we're just thinking about all of the things that we need to get done instead. So the first thing that you can do when you start feeling this overwhelm, or you realize, wow, I've had this kind of cluttered mind space for a week or maybe a couple of days. And I want to beat this. I want to overcome this. I'm going to give you some practical tips to do that and help you live more presently and less um, frantic, that frantic energy. I would say probably at the beginning of this year is when I started to feel a shift in this energy that I was waking up in waking up almost every morning with this, this frantic, I have to do all of this stuff. And I would sit down and journal and write it out and get to a place where I've prayed about it and gotten my marching orders for the day and my priorities. And I can let the rest kind of go. I don't have to focus on all of the things, but it was a cycle of this going in and out of overwhelm 
and clutter in my mind every time that I woke up. And I've been able to navigate out of that to the place where that happens maybe once every couple of weeks where I wake up already frantic, already feeling like I'm behind. Do you know that feeling? So I want to give you the tips that have helped me um, shift how I'm waking up and the energy that is around me as I'm showing up throughout the day. Now, there are a lot of great productivity resources out there to help you like break down the mental clutter or the mental to-do list that you're just storing in your brain that maybe you don't realize is there. I'll give you a couple ideas um, now, but I don't think this is really the cure-all either, but it can help put into perspective what we need to get done and help us let go of some of the things. So if you were to write down on a piece of paper, literally brain dump everything that's floating around in your mind. Maybe it is, um, go drop off my ballot, pick up my kid from school today. Oh, don't forget to get the, um, medicine for the dog. And, oh, I need to stop by the grocery store. And then I have this big project due and here's the five things I need to do for that. And, um, so-and-so is coming to visit. So I want to prep that. And I, oh, I should text so-and-so like all of those things, all of those things, you know, that are floating around in your head. And you probably just thought of 10 while I was listing out that random list of tasks. But you take that list that you have just dumped out without organizing it, and now you organize it. So you can draw two lines on a piece of paper. You can just fold a piece of paper and create four quadrants on there to create different categories for things that need to get done. There's a box for things you need to buy. Uh, There's another box for urgently needs to be done by me or later needs to be done by me or another box that says doesn't need to be done by me. Like something you could delegate, something you could just say, actually, this isn't a priority to me in this season. That's what goes in that box. I think this particular way of dividing things up is original with Emily Lay. So giving her credit for that, but there's different ways that you can organize this list to unclutter your mind and get it onto paper. And that task alone will help you in this exercise to say, okay, this is what my priorities are. This is what is urgent. And this is what I'm focused on today. This is the tasks that are in front of me that I can do and let go of the rest. And this will serve you later as we'll talk about too, just having the ability to prioritize. But sometimes even writing things down on a list isn't going to actually actually fix the problem. It just moves the clutter from our head to the paper. And we can even see sometimes that what's on our paper is like five things. We're like, oh, that's so manageable. Why did I why did I let this clutter my head? And that can be helpful. Or you can be like, why do I still feel this chaos, this frantic energy inside if I am only faced with these specific tasks that have to get done? Oh, and that, you know, the big projects that are looming down the road, but right now in front of me, it shouldn't feel so overwhelming. So I'm going to give you practical tips for when you're in that moment. So sometimes it's helpful to look at overwhelm as a choice. Now, if we're dealing with um, grief or trauma or maybe a neurodivergency in our the way that our brain processes information, overwhelm isn't necessarily a choice. So I'm going to caveat there and say that 
sometimes overwhelm is a choice and we don't think of it as a choice. We think of it as something that is literally happening to us because of the amount of things that we have to get done. The things that feel like they're all immediate, that they have to be done right this second. And if everything had to get done right this second, that feels really overwhelming. It starts, my brain starts racing. My um, heart starts beating faster. I can feel my muscles in my neck tense up and my arms kind of tense up as we like think about all of the things that might need to get done right now. So if your arms tensed up, your neck tensed up, just take a deep breath with me, hold it and let it out. Cause that's not where we're going to stay. That's not the energy that we're going to continue to operate in. So what can you do when you're feeling this frantic energy and a list is not helping and you want to make the choice to say, I'm not choosing overwhelm today. I'm choosing to live in the present moment. Repeat this affirmation to yourself. It's really so powerful. And I go back to it in different seasons. And that is whatever needs to get done today will get done today. Or everything that must get done today will get done today. Everything. Nothing that doesn't get done today needed to. And you might be like, that's not true. What about X, Y, Z? And the world will keep on going. Your family will still be okay. You can let go of the pressure to get absolutely everything done. And then you can prioritize, okay, what actually needs my attention today and what doesn't? Just repeat this affirmation over you and let that be peaceful to release anything that's not serving you today. And that stress is definitely not helping you get something done. We think it does and it can motivate us. It can push us a little bit, but it's actually not helping us live in alignment with what we need or what we want or our values to be jumping from one thing to the next and just a victim of the immediate. So repeat that affirmation and believe it. And then start by looking at the amount of time in front of you. Say that you have six hours until company comes, or you have two hours till you have to pick up your kids from school, or you have a week before um, this project is due. Look at that time container and then start to set some realistic expectations for yourself. Maybe you pick one thing that needs to get done right now. And the only thing you do right now is that one thing. You don't think about the laundry that needs to be folded and the bathrooms that need to be cleaned while you're doing the dishes. Or if you have littles and you need to sit down and read books to them, you can sit down and read books to them. And you don't have to think about the dirty dishes in the sink or the errands that you're going to have to run Um, after nap time or whatever, you can literally just be in the present moment. And when we practice this more and more and more, just being present, then the overwhelm shifts and leaves. And I can say that this is probably the biggest thing that has shifted that frantic energy from showing up is not worrying about tomorrow or the future Because when we are feeling that anxiety, it's a kind of anxiety, the way I would label it and describe it, maybe you would have put different words to it, 
But that anxiety comes when we're borrowing stress or energy from the future. And then today doesn't even have all of the energy and capacity that it should when we're worried about what's going to get done tomorrow. So once you've picked your one thing that you're going to do, the thing that is in front of you right now that you're going to prioritize and give your focus to, and that's the only thing you're going to do, you can set a time limit on that task and move on after the timer goes off. So rather than constantly checking the clock to be like, oh, I got to get this done. I don't have enough time to get this done. I'm trying to get this done. I, oh, I only have five more minutes left. Just set yourself a timer, set yourself a timer for 10 minutes and don't even look at the clock. You'll be amazed at how much you get done when you stop checking the clock, when you stop checking on how much time do I have left? We live in a society that is bound by time, especially in the Western world. We are bound to commitments and we, we live structured by the clock where we have to be here at this time and this time and this time. And since we do, you can set that timer, but then you completely forget it. You don't worry about that timer. You don't worry about when it's going to go off, what you have to do about it because you're in the present moment and that timer is going to alert you when it's time to move on to the next task. So you can be fully present in the thing that you're working on right now or with the people that you're loving right now without worrying about how do I have to go yet? Um, Because you've eliminated that need to go check all of the time. And then the next thing that will help you with overwhelm is getting past the all or nothing mentality. So maybe you do set that timer for 10 minutes and you fold laundry for 10 minutes and you get a whole lot further than you thought, or you fold five pieces or you hang up 10 pieces in your kid's bedroom. And that is as far as you get, like that is all. And that is enough. That still moved you forward. But if you're looking for a block of 45 minutes to do this task or half an hour to do this, it might continue to feel looming when you can knock out a lot of tasks a little at a time. And I know with time blocking and the way our minds work, we think that it would be more productive to sit for a couple of hours at one task and get it knocked out. And that might be how your brain works better, but sometimes we need to give ourselves the permission to just do half of it and that be enough. Like let that pressure that maybe someone else put on you, but oftentimes we put on ourselves to get it just right or get it all done, let that pressure go and just be doing one thing at a time so that you don't have to feel that frantic energy. So you don't have to wake up going, I'm behind or all of these things need to be done yesterday. No. How can I live present in the moment right now? And the last thing I want to say is Those of us who are recovering achievers and we have been producing in our lives or performing in order to measure up or fit in, this is one of the things that we can release from this performance-based mentality. This, I have to be doing, I have to be going and going and going. We can release this and say, this doesn't have to get done right now. 
maybe just connecting with the people around you is more important. And I say maybe kind of facetiously, right? But in the moment so often, it feels like what's more important is getting this thing crossed off or getting this thing done or having the house clean or having this thing presented in a certain way or whatever. We think that that's more important and our brain is like lying to us when what's really more important is the people that are right in front of us. So focus first on loving other people well because you are so well loved And not any of your worth or value hangs on you getting this done, you getting this just right, you having this all figured out or your ducks in a row. You can live in a present life without the frantic energy, without having everything figured out. You don't first have to be like, I have this new system that organizes everything. I found Trello and I just love it. I have all of my stuff organized or I got a new planner and this is going to be the end all be all of my organization and everything's so much better. Or maybe you're a Google calendar person and everything's in there with reminders and that's really helping you stay organized. And those are really helpful tools to help us not let things fall through the cracks But even when you have a full busy schedule and before you have the organization or the structure perfectly um, perfected, you can still live present and calm with the choices that you make to just do one thing at a time and let the rest, let the rest happen. Whatever needs to get done today and everything that has to get done today will get done today. And if you want to learn more about boundaries around your time, around what do you let in your atmosphere and in your life, how to overcome overwhelm and really live in alignment with your values and your vision and God's mission for your life, send me a DM. I would love to talk to you about an upcoming program that I'm putting together called Personal Boundaries. Because boundaries start with us and start with in our own mind. Start with establishing what we actually want out of our life and in our life so that then we can create boundaries to keep us living a meaningful and aligned life. Send me a DM on Instagram, emily.abundantgrace, and I would love to chat with you about what that would look like. It's a brand new group program that I'm putting together and I would love for you to be a part of. Thank you for hanging out with me, friend. Let me know if this episode was helpful and if it was hit that share button and share it on social media or text that link to a friend so that they can be encouraged and find more presence and more peace in their life. Thanks for listening to the Abundant Grace Podcast. If this episode was an encouragement to you, I would love to invite you to share it with a friend. And it would help me out so much if you would leave a review for the Abundant Grace Podcast. It makes a world of difference getting this podcast into the ears of other people so that they can be empowered and freed from religious do's and don'ts too. As always, I would love to hear your thoughts on this week's episode. You can find me hanging out on Instagram at emily.abundantgrace, or you can send me an email at hello at emilyklewis.com. I'm praying for you and cheering you on in your faith and healing. Have a great rest of your day. And remember, There's nothing you can do that will make God love you more and nothing you have done that makes God love you less.